Today on Building in Faith with Pastor Ed Jones. Building in Faith. Obeying God is so important, even when it doesn't make sense. Stop arguing. Don't debate. Be willing to simply say yes. I like what Donald Gray Barnhouse said. I can say from experience that 95% of knowing the will of God consists in being prepared to do it before you know what it is. Reaching up high with arms open wide we see You're changing our lives so we can be our hands and In the book of Isaiah, we are told that the Lord will guide us continually. Do we allow God to guide us in our everyday lives? In today's message, Pastor Ed will exhort us not to delay to do what the Holy Spirit is leading us to do. Sometimes God's guidance doesn't make sense to us. If we argue with Him, we might miss out on the breakthroughs and blessings that follow. Our obedience is vital to God's leading. Be ready to listen and walk in faith as the Holy Spirit leads us. Now here's Pastor Ed with today's message entitled, Breakthroughs, Part 2. Building in faith. Turn in our Bibles to the book of Acts, the 8th chapter, beginning to read with verse 26. Acts chapter 8, verse 26. I'm going to read from the English Standard Version, Acts chapter 8, verse 26. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Rise and go toward the south, to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert place, and he rose and went And there was an Ethiopian, a eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning, seated in his chariot, and he was reading the prophet Isaiah. And the spirit said to Philip, go over and join this chariot. So Philip ran to him. And heard him reading Isaiah the prophet and asked, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, How can I? Unless someone guides me. And he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Now the passage of scripture that he was reading was this. Like a sheep, he was led to the slaughter. And like A lamb, before its shearer is silent, so he opens not his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied. Who can describe his generation? For his life is taken away from the earth. And the eunuch said to Philip, About whom, I ask you, Does this prophet say this about himself or about someone else? Then Philip 
opened his mouth. And beginning with the scripture, he told him the good news about Jesus. I want to stop right there because I want that to just sort of hang in your mind. The good news about Jesus. That's the only news that will save a man or save a woman. That's the only news that will transform a life. The good news about Jesus. Remember Acts 1, 8? And that's been sort of a theme passage that we've taken through as we've been studying Acts chapter 8. You'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judah, Samaria, the ends of the earth. The church was complacent. They were just tired. They were just battling all their battles in Jerusalem and experiencing all their victories in Jerusalem as well. And they had simply become complacent. God stirred the nest. Persecution came. And the Grecian Jews were scattered. And as they were scattered, they went everywhere preaching the gospel. And Luke zeroes in on one special man, a special event, history-making, ground-breaking, breakthrough, reaching the Samaritans. For a long time, they had animosity and differences, and they had built up feelings. But the Holy Spirit broke down the walls as people were healed and miracles happened the Samaritans came and embraced the message of Jesus as Messiah D.L. Moody was a great evangelist of years ago he had a commitment that he made with God that every single day he would witness to someone if it was raining or snowing or sunny, he was on vacation, or he was every day, and he did it. He would pray, Lord, give me a soul. He loved art that spoke of the vision God gave him. And there was a, a beautiful picture of a man who was drowning, but he was reaching up and he was taking hold of a cross. He just Loved that picture. He bought it. But then later on, he saw a painting that gripped his heart in even a greater way. And that became his favorite painting. It was a, a picture of a man holding the cross with one hand and reaching down, helping a fellow man who was drowning with the other. That's what's happening in the book of Acts, in the 8th chapter. God is rescuing the perishing, caring for the dying. There are barriers being broken down. As Philip hears, listens, and obeys, the kingdom is being extended. 
you see that Philip is a servant led by God. There's no, no question. Uh, Philip is not going out on his own. It's not his own whim, his own feeling. He is being led by the Lord. Many times we want to go the direction we want to go. We think out our master plan and we begin to strategize, think, and plan. And often in those plans, we forget the Holy Spirit. We forget that we're in a battle. This battle is going on, a spiritual warfare for our sons and for our daughters, for our lives and for the lives of our neighbors. And we have to recognize there's a spiritual battle going on for the souls of men. And go to God and say, God, what's your plan? What's your strategy? What's the map that you've laid out and the plans that you have for us? God's Holy Spirit is better than any GPS that you can buy. He knows how to guide, direct, and set you on the right path. Look at Philip. He's a man that's guided by God. The testimony of Scripture bears us out. And his experience and the fruit of his experience bears us out. You see the guidance in verse 26. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, goes south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. The angel gave him direction. Now, in the book of Acts, you meet angels. In chapter 5, the apostles are in prison, and an angel comes, releases them, and says, you go out and preach. Even though the Sanhedrin said, don't preach, the angel said, you go out and preach. You see, in Acts chapter 10, Cornelius is a God-fearer, and an angel comes to him and says, you need to hear about salvation. You go send for Peter. And Peter will tell you the way. Now, angels are involved. Oftentimes, we don't see them, but they're here. There have been congregants who have told me, and too many congregants have told me for me to doubt, but they have seen angels in this place. I remember... Years ago, I was preaching, and as I was preaching, a young child just sat gazing at the pulpit. I noticed them. They just were so focused. And after the service, the mother and the child came, and she said, my child said that they saw two angels on the platform while the preaching was being taken place. See, we are surrounded by a heavenly host of angelic beings. And here, Philip's eyes are open and his ears are open and there's an instruction. God sends an angel to him and he has a word of guidance for him. And if you think about the story, right at the right time, Philip is on that desert road. The Ethiopian eunuch is on that desert road. He's Right in the 53rd chapter of the book of Isaiah, reading from the Septuagint, the Greek translation of the Hebrew scriptures. Right at that very moment, this key African 
political leader who is in charge of the treasury of Ethiopia, an influential man, is right there. And God has arranged a divine meeting because Philip is listening and he's willing. You know, God often arranges meetings. You could be on a plane and just the right person is sitting next to you. And you wind up having an opportunity to share the gospel. It could be that you're just walking and you feel an inclination to just share the word. Or you just meet someone and maybe it's in church or at a church. Uh, You've experienced that I have. Have you experienced those times where you know a conversation is a God thing? You know that it's not an accident that what you're hearing is appointed by God. That's what happens when God guides and directs and orders our steps. And that's exactly where Philip is right now. I love the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 58 verse 11 says this, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version here. And the Lord will guide you continually. God's working behind the scenes in this Ethiopian eunuch's heart. He's working in Philip's heart and he's bringing them together. God's guiding. But I see an important part to God's guidance, our obedience. Simply put, our obedience. In Acts 26, verses 26 and 27, now the angel of the Lord said to Philip, go south to the road, the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out. Notice, he started out. He started out. He could have thought, wait a minute, I'm with Peter and John. We're in this preaching campaign. Multitudes are coming to the Lord in Samaria. Miracles are happening. It doesn't make sense. There's two roads going down that Philip could have taken, and the angel gives specific direction to take the road that's more desolate. Sometimes God's guidance doesn't make sense to our natural mind. God says to us to do this or to do that. And if we argue with him, if we debate with him, we sometimes miss out on the breakthrough and the blessing that follows the breakthrough. Imagine with me, Philip thinks to himself, well, I'll go. I'll wait an hour. (laughs) He waited an hour. He would have maybe missed that Ethiopian eunuch. And he would have been in maybe chapter 64. I don't know. But he listened, he obeyed. The time you feel, make that call and encourage so-and-so. Invite them out to the house of the Lord. The, The time that you feel to pray for someone. Don't put a delay on it, but simply do it.
I was talking to someone the other day, and they said, Pastor, I was praying, and I've been reading all these books, and all day I have felt this urge, this voice of the Spirit saying, put those books down, and they were good Christian books that they were doing research on, and they said, read this other book. There's times that the Holy Spirit so specifically speaks to us and directs us. We ought to listen. We ought to say yes. If he had missed the opportunity, he would have missed a great breakthrough in church history. This was a history-making event. They considered at that time Ethiopia outside the Roman Empire, the ends of the earth. Jesus said the gospel would go to the ends of the earth. Here, Philip was on the heel of one triumph, one victory. God was going to give him another. And there he reaches out to the Ethiopian. This man eventually becomes a believer. And tradition tells us that Ethiopia had a great move of God in it. Now, it's different today, Ethiopia and Africa, than it was at the time of this biblical account. Ethiopia was south of Egypt. The location's a little different. But yet, today in Ethiopia, there are more Christians than any other nation in Africa. Obeying God is so important, even when it doesn't make sense. Stop arguing. Don't debate. Be willing to simply say yes. I like what Donald Gray Barnhouse said. I can say from experience that 95% of knowing the will of God consists in being prepared to do it before you know what it is. Philip was ready to listen. And if you're ready to listen and obey, when the opportunity comes, you'll be led and guided by the Lord. Mary's advice to those at the wedding feast in Cana of Galilee is good advice for all of us to follow. Mary said to the servants concerning her son Jesus, whatever he says to you, do it. And so I say that to you. I say it to myself. Whatever he says to you, do it. There's a, another key here, and I want you to see it builds confidence. Being guided, being obedient, will put confidence in your heart. In verse 29, Philip ran up to the chariot and heard a man reading Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what you're reading, Philip asked. Now, that takes a little bit of boldness. Of course, in biblical times, people read out loud. They didn't read really silently. And, and even the rabbis said, you know, you don't you read out loud so you, you remember things. Because oftentimes people would memorize. Well, here is this Ethiopian reading out loud. Now remember, Philip is just a, well, he's a good man, an ordinary man. This Ethiopian eunuch is a high 
political official, being carried along in a chariot with attendants. And here, Philip is dirty sandals, maybe, you know, just regular ordinary garments, no entourage of people accompanying him. And he's running along, and the Spirit says, you speak to him, go right beside that chariot. Had he lacked lacked confidence, he would have never done it. Well, I don't know if I could talk to this guy. He's, He's reading the Bible, yes, but look at who he is and look who I am. To the Christian worker, sometimes you have to pick fruit below you. You have to reach down and reach and pick somebody up and dirty your hands. But sometimes God says, reach for the fruit above. And God was going to use him in an instrumental way to touch this political leader. And his life was going to be changed. Confidence is born in our hearts when we walk in obedience. Confidence is born in our hearts when we're guided by the Spirit. When we have a history of listening and obeying and and walking with the Lord, it makes tremendous, tremendous difference. Sometimes we're so aware of our inadequacies because the devil reminds us. It's his adequacy that we depend on. It's his abilities. Now, look at this conversation inspired by the Holy Spirit. One of those divine moments, moments that all of us have had at times. The text talks about this conversation inspired by by God. God often speaks to us through other people. Have you had that experience? Everybody here had that experience? You know, you meet somebody and it's a casual meeting. They don't know you, you don't know them, but they don't even know what they're saying is God's word for your heart. Haven't you had that experience? You know, they're not conscious of what they're saying is an answer to a prayer that you've prayed, but, but you hear the voice of God in the conversation and you know that you know that you know that, that God is speaking to you. God arranges those type of things. Look at the encounter with a believer. In verses 27 to 32, but I just highlighted some portions of it. Uh, I'll refer to it all, but he started out on his way. He met an Ethiopian eunuch. The spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near to it. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. We need to pray for God's timing in our lives. There are times you feel burdened for people. And you want to say something. And God says, no, it's not that time to say anything. Not everything that comes into your mind, you need to say. (laughs) Not every emotion that you feel should you act on. You got to know the timing. There's a, according to Ecclesiastes chapter 3, there's a time for everything. So there is a time. And recognizing that God is preparing 
you and he's preparing the other person. It's our hope and prayer that each time you join us here on Building in Faith, that your faith in God is truly being built up. We invite you to come and join us for worship. Building in Faith is an outreach ministry of Faith Assembly in Poughkeepsie, New York. We meet every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. When you log on to buildinginfaithradio.com, just click the Back to Home page button in the top left corner to navigate to the church website. There, you can find more information about Faith Assembly. Building in Faith is the radio ministry of Dr. Edward Jones of Faith Assembly in Poughkeepsie, New York. Now we want to encourage you to log on to buildinginfaithradio.com and spend some time getting to know us. There you can find today's message. The only thing you need to remember is today's date. Again, to stay current with what's being broadcasted here on Building in Faith and to access the archive of messages, log on to buildinginfaithradio.com. Or if you'd like, you can always give us a call. Our phone number is 845 462 5955. That's 845-462-5955. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We invite you to join us again for the next edition of Building in Faith. On behalf of Pastor Ed, Faith Assembly, and the entire production team, we want to say thank you for joining us and come back next time for another edition of Building in Faith. Your word restores.